Star Wars 7x7 bonus episode. Here we're going to talk about the major details in a little more depth that were revealed at the Lucasfilm Studios Showcase today at Star Wars Celebration. And we're specifically going to spend some time on that Mandalorian clip that was not shown to the general public. Punch it. Hey, Rebel Razor, I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So over on the regular numbered episode of the podcast, I ran down all the details of what's happening with various releases that were announced at the Lucasfilm Studio Showcase. I guess I'll just, you know, run them briefly here, and I'll make it fast. So next series is Andor, August 31st, two-episode drop. Season 2 starts filming in November. The next series will be Willow. That's coming out in uh, on November 30th. And don't know how many episodes yet or the double drop, that sort of thing. Mandalorian Season 3 has been pushed to February of 2023. Ahsoka is currently filming and will come out in 2023. Skeleton Crew is the next series and also ties in to the Mandalorian era. So previously we'd just been told that it was going to be a post-Return of the Jedi reconstruction phase. But we did not know that it was going to be specifically in the timeline of The Mandalorian, so that was new information that was shared with us today. That is coming out in 2023 as well. Then 2024, we're looking at probably The Acolyte and very likely Andor Season 2. Beyond that, no other word about any other series. So there was something that was said about Willow that really made it seem like it's it meant to be distinct from the Star Wars galaxy, and I cannot remember for the life of me what it was. There was something in the way that the series was described, that the world was described, and I know Dave Filoni has talked about the possibility that the worlds are connected, and in Legends, it's suggested that one of the characters is a Dathomirian witch, for example, which would link the two universes, the two galaxies, if you will, but I don't know if that's going to stay the same or if that's gonna be something that's you know lost in the whole canon reboot situation. I don't know. It may just be that it's a Lucasfilm release. But there was a Willow trailer that you can check out. There also is an Andor trailer, and that is going to get its own separate episode because it needs just a whole breakdown situation. The thing I want to share with you most today, though, has to do with that Mandalorian clip that was shown just to the audiences at Celebration. So, you know, I'm sure people were trying to record it, and I'm sure it's going to get, you know, knocked out as soon as possible. Pretty much the same thing happened with the Mandalorian footage that they showed at Celebration 2019 in Chicago, which was also just intended for audiences in Chicago and not for the general public at the time. So this isn't going to be everything, but this is pretty much most of everything. So the clip starts with the Mandalorian arriving on some rocky looking planet with like some very crazy jutting stones and he meets up with the armorer. This seems to be a different meeting entirely from the one that we saw in the Book of Boba Fett, but much of the conversation is the same. The armorer says, you know, you took off your helmet and what's worse is that you did it of your own volition and Grogu's sitting there and he goes, yep, and looking up at the Mandalorian and that gave everybody a little bit of start because it's more vocalization from Grogu than we've heard more directed, more formative Grogalization. Uh, That's what I was going to say. Verbalization than we've had from Grogu yet. So the armorer goes on to say that redemption is not possible because of what happened to Mandalore, but 
Mandalorian is going to go to Mandalore anyway. So he says that he has to go to Mandalore so that he can be forgiven for his transgressions. He seems to be saying that to Bo-Katan. So it cuts to a scene where he's walking down a corridor and Bo-Katan is kind of slouching on something that looks like a throne. And she is very accusatory to our Mandalorian. She says, you know, your cult left Mandalore before the Great Purge. Like, where were you when we needed you, basically? And he doesn't address that in this little teaser. He just says, I'm going to Mandalore and I'm going to, you know, get my transgressions forgiven. But first, of course, he has to go to Navarro. So there's a scene where he shows up on Navarro and we see a bunch of Kowaki and monkey lizards up in a tree, which always gets a laugh. And we get to see Grief Karga, Carl Weathers saying, like, they told me you were back, but I didn't believe it. And they shake hands in a very manly fashion. Of course, Carl Weathers is known for his manly handshakes. There's also some sort of duel that's going to happen on Navarro that will involve Grief Karga. He's seen moving his robe aside to reveal a blaster. And Grief Karga is not the only cameo character we get to see in this. We also get to see Peli Mato and we get to see Carson Teva. But probably most menacingly, we get to see Dr. Pershing return. And we see him in a couple of instances. One of them is when he's walking through what appears to be some sort of New Republic facility. And we can't quite tell whether he's trying to keep a low profile or whether he's actually welcome there and intentionally there. But he cannot be up to any good whatsoever. And the fact that he's with the New Republic, well, I imagine he was turned over to New Republic custody by, you know, the end of season two of The Mandalorian, but hopefully he hasn't been, you know, turned into like saying, yeah, I'll cooperate with you, but then having some sort of menacing purpose in the background. I have a feeling he's probably very committed to whatever Moff Gideon is doing. Incidentally, Moff Gideon does not show up in this episode or in this little teaser just to, you know, clear that up. There's also an amazing starfighter chase. I cannot identify the ships. They don't exactly look like Gauntlet starfighters from Mandalore, but they almost have a similar vibe to them. So I'd be curious to know, but there is a huge space battle that they show briefly, and the Mandalorian is being chased by a whole bunch of fighters on his tail. Yeah, so that's very action-packed. And Bo-Katan is also seen in the cockpit of a ship at some point, but it's in atmosphere, so that may be related it may not be it's hard to tell there's also a situation where she's in some sort of cavern shoots at a roof and the roof collapses and maybe a character falls through maybe it's the mandalorian it's a little hard to tell because it's so quick and it's not like i can re-review it necessarily but there's a moment where Bo-Katan actually is alone with Grogu and says, did you think your dad was the only Mandalorian? And Grogu kind of looks at her like, uh, I don't know. And then it goes to black and then the Mandalorian logo and whatnot. And so that confirms a lot of what we've been thinking about how season three of The Mandalorian would go. We knew pretty much from the Book of Boba Fett that he was set up to go to Mandalore, and now it's been made clear that, yes, he is actually going to do that. We know that he is going to have some kind of confrontation with Bo-Katan because Bo-Katan wants to rule Mandalore. The Mandalorian has the Darksaber, even though he doesn't necessarily want to have it. And the only way that Bo-Katan can get it is by fighting him and beating him in the fight. I guess I should be specific about that. Now, we know that Moff Gideon is going to be a part of this season. Giancarlo Esposito has made that clear on various social media things. But seeing Dr. Pershing involved in the festivities, yeah, I, I am so glad to see that he's back because he definitely brings a whole new kind of atmosphere to the situation. 
And I know Moff Gideon was particularly obsessed with getting Grogu and getting blood from him, but it was Dr. Pershing that was actually doing the, <laughs> the grunt work for that. So seeing him involved, yeah, some pretty interesting stuff to be sure. Then that is pretty much all that you need to know about the studio showcase that I didn't already talk about over in the main episode of the podcast for today and that you're not going to be able to see online. Like I said, we will dig deeper into the Andor teaser trailer and what's in there at a later date. For now, though, that is going to do it for this bonus episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for sticking with me on the journey through Star Wars Celebration Anaheim. And if you want to see as real a time updates as I can give you, check out my social media channels, in particular TikTok. That's SW7X7 on TikTok. Also, Instagram is SW7X7. And Twitter is SW7X7 Podcast. So look for updates there. Also on YouTube, you'll probably find SW7X7 updates there, too. Pretty much sharing them all across the social channels. So wherever you like to get your social media action that's where you can find me and that is going to do it for this episode of the show it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items, are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders, may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.